Scudder, my brother, was handed. Hey, fantasy, it's session. We talking touchdowns, receptions, interceptions. They got a band to kick, or we need that correction. Talk them out, we flexing. How many of y'all you collect? We trying to get that winning record. Fantasy, it's session. Team part two in here, boy. Hopefully, uh, what it is, hope is what it should be. Welcome to another episode of Fantasy and Session of Podcast. Today is December the 10th, and the boys is back in town for week 14, part two, like my partner Javar said. Um, hope everybody is doing well. Uh, playoffs are among us, you know. What I'm saying Dalvin Cook came back and did his th- thing last night. Shit. Oh, that need to wear a harness every goddamn game, boy. Cause <laughs> god damn, you yeah, know what was it was, like, bro. He was like, he was gonna miss, but then he started doing a little research himself. He was like, wait a second, they giving up this many yards to fucking running backs over the last five weeks, right? Okay. Yeah, I'm playing. I'm playing. Right, I can I'm make up. I can make up for the game I missed. Hey, hey, Carlos, I can make up for the game I missed. Hell yeah, bro! Like that shit's crazy, bro. Like I know I had. I know I had kept everybody down. I want to apologize to everybody out there for last episode. I thought because they was back now. Yeah, these yeah. players was back. He, they he just, went out though. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? They, I, did they play Monday? No, nah, they played Sunday. They played the Ravens. Oh, they look so yeah, tired out there. Yeah, they just they just haven't been good, bro, on defense. And it's weird to see that because I'm so used to Steelers always having a good defense, bro. So. For them to be struggling like that, man, giving up two hundred yards to a freaking run, to run it to running back or whatever, bro. Like it's that's very shocking, bro. You know what sucks is all the people that was like looking at like their opponents all week. Like, yes, Dalvin Cook is out. Dalvin Cook is out. <laughs> Dalvin Cook Psych. is out. Psych Thursday night, Dalvin Cook. Not only does he play, this motherfucker goes and puts up two hundred yards and what two touchdowns. Yeah, bro. It was, and he it had was like a couple of passes too. Like, get the fuck, bro. And people were talking about like sitting them. Like, should I sit them? Should I, if I have at Madison, should I start Madison over him? How much is he gonna be used, bro? Like, I can't imagine what anybody's oh going through. They actually sat Dalvin Cook, bro. Like, no, no, nah, no, bro. And that's why I fuck with Shefty, man. He, he plays, he, Shefty plays fantasy football, bro. So, like, he, the updates he gives, bro, you could tell they be catered towards fantasy football. Like, he mm. said he was gonna play, but then he made another. Alert pretty much saying that he's expected to get his full workload, bro. So once he said that shit, I feel like it was Facts. you know just, me. Yeah, just all gas, bro. Just go ahead and start him, bro. But yeah, that was that was crazy. Um Vikings almost blew it though, bro. That was up 29 yeah, to zero. Was crazy. Hey, and they literally I'm, almost look like lost. Falcons out there, my boy. Exactly. Yes, I was thinking that Jefferson shit, bro. Is the truth. That's also yes. what we need to understand. He, he is the. Is, I think he is. He is dynasty wide receiver one conversation. Oh, he was this year. He definitely was this argue, year. definitely an argument he, for it. It was him and AJ Brown at the top for this. I'm year. talking about coming into like in a startup draft right now. He was already. He was, he was already one last year. He's saying for next year into though. Into a startup draft, if he was the starter startup draft right now, who is the first wide receiver you taking off the board, Javar? It's between. Yeah, go ahead, Javar. Yeah, I'm taking uh, JJ. And that offense, uh, Thielen declining. He can do it all. You know, it's going to be him and Cook right now with KJ Osborne coming in. But he gonna, he's looking to dominate and get a lot of targets, unlike they was going to do, unlike what they was doing to dig. So um, I like that. And 
Yeah, man. He'll be the number one in Dynasty for sure. Who your number one? Lawyer? I don't know about for sure, man, because you got that guy out there in Cincinnati, his former LSU teammate, who literally was playing like he was a veteran, you know, <coughs> to start the year. Wall. So, yeah, he hit the rookie wall, or he's just not he's not connecting those deep shots lately. But I mean, come on, he's a rookie. Like, and the fact that he's he's even in the combo just lets you know how good he's going to be. So you got him. Um, I think that's Lamb. CD Lamb. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Lot, it is a uh, lot of of good talent out there at the receiver position. But. I, I like CD and Wes Collie, but I just I like I like Chase too. But he a lot of his plays were yeah. You know, he's not the wide receiver one. Damn, who else could I? Who else would, would be in the in the discussion though, bro? That's it. Who who's young and around mm-hmm. his age right now is just CD. Is AJ uh, Brown not there no more? DK Metcalf, he should be in discussion. Uh, Diggs is still be should be in a discussion. Not in Dynasty. They they Devontae Adams should still older. be in a discussion. They I mean, older. He's not, yeah, but he's not gonna fall off a cliff. Like, what do you I'm think about I'm talking about drafting right now. Your first wide receiver. I'm talking about Javar. If you're drafting, your first wide receiver you're taking off the board is who that's that was that's what the question Wait, like redraft or motherfucker dynasty yeah i said jj oh, jj yeah. cd cd i'm looking for young and top five because if exactly you and that's what five, it comes you got down to be number one so that's, that's how why, you play dynasty bro it's, it's 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 do you look at it like a three-year window do you look at it like a five-year window do you look at it like javar's looking at it like a 15-year window my number one 15-year window then of course these younger guys are going to be the wide receiver one but if you're looking at it in a three to five-year window like i'm what about adam should be in that discussion bro because he's not yeah they're not just gonna fall off a cliff they're They've shown you multiple years of, of wide receiver one production, and he's only 29, so it's not like he's 40, bro. So yeah, I like I think Cooper Cup I'm not saying he's my wide receiver one, bro. I'm not, yeah, I'm not saying he is. The dynasty, no, 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 not, not, maybe not. In Dynasty, that don't say bro about to be 30, ain't he? When you he's go 22, 23, like, not everybody just wants the young, just the super young receiver. I want guys that's going to produce for the yeah. next three to five years. So I think right, but all those guys. You think Javante Adams is the no, number one but they still the they still top I'd say he's guys. in a discussion. I wouldn't. I, I probably wouldn't say he's number one. I probably would right. go with Chase or Jefferson, is... but I'm not just gonna like dismiss right. yeah, a yeah, guy that's been putting up yeah. wide receiver overall that's one tough. numbers multiple years. Yeah, and I think Cooper Cup and Matthew Stafford got at least two more years of this of, of like just dominance like together. That offense is yeah. not going nowhere. That's what. Of I think. course, for a team, somebody gonna have Devontae as the number one. But I'm saying, if you come to the pick and you the first person to pick out a bunch of wide receivers, you're not gonna be like, you're not gonna be like, oh, let me go get in dynasty. I'm gonna think about like, it. Oh, let me go get Devontae no Adams. That's why I was a slow grab. Why AJ Brown sitting up there? Why CD sitting up there? I don't see that. It's, that's I'll Captain. take I, I'll take Adams over AJ Brown still. Yeah, I think I'm taking. I'll, I'll take him over AJ Brown still. Well, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, that's given if him and Aaron Rodgers is still. You know what I'm saying? But I don't. It that's depends true. on where you go. There's a lot body going with you don't know where you're gonna land. It's a lot body go. You can get somebody in a position where you know he's gonna get his targets for the next two to three years. It's about to be a lot going on with that boy. Um, y'all got anything else about Thursday night? Claypool need to turn his ass out, bro. Claypool, oh yeah, we didn't even talk about bro, that. That was wild. Come on, man, like. This dude is the one of the most talented receivers in the league, bro. But his mental like awareness is just shot, bro. Like, why are yeah, you celebrating your first down when y'all need to like spike the ball, bro? Like that shit was it was ridiculous, they, bro. They, 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 okay, they okay. Home, okay. Bro. You want to talk about Claypool? 
Man, I love Deontay Johnson. I be going to bat for him, but yeah. this is back to back weeks. Butterfingers done drop touchdowns, bro. That like, yeah, yeah, that's facts. I'm gonna talk about mental. Like you literally co- costing your team like seconds when they need as much clock as they can get, bro. And he's over here celebrating, bro. Like I can deal with the drops, bro. Like people gonna drop passes, bro. But goddamn, bro, I don't need you Ooh. acting like a fucking college kid out here, bro. In the, in the NFL, bro. Like that shit was that was ridiculous, bro. I ain't like that shit. They ain't making excuses about it, bro. Like, bro, no, nah, I couldn't. The ref wasn't there, bro. So even if I would have got up, he wasn't by me. Like, no, bro, on your on your shit, bro, and just just move on, bro. He should just been like, he should just been like, yeah, I saw him, bro. He like I just uh, mushed him. I wanted to slap him. And then it call it a day. Uh, y'all got anything else That's about it. that game? All right, let me give a moment of silence out. Uh, a second moment of silence, all the kings and queens out Shout there. out to Demarius Thomas, man. Rest in peace to a legend, man. He was a fantasy legend for a time, bro. Like, yeah, he that's definitely gonna be he's definitely gonna be missed, bro. Young, 33 years Young, old, bro. bro so 33. Years, bro. What the fuck is that? A phone. All right. Um, that wasn't part of the moment of silence, but uh, let's go ahead and give a moment of silence. Up. It's Dolph, and we back. Um, let's get into it. It's wild news and notes out there since the last time we potted, bro. Uh, Friday, of course, is pretty much one of the final injury reports out there, so let's get into it. Saquon Barkley is not on the injury report, you know, after being listed with the ankle. Um, <laughs> Galladay is questionable against the Chargers. He's expected to play. Sterling Shepard is expected to play against the Chargers. Kadarius Tony is out against the Chargers. Um, the 49ers, Elijah Mitchell is out. Um, Debo Samuel is questionable. Jamal Williams has tested positive for um, COVID. Well, he's placed on the COVID-19 um, reserve list. There are also TJ Hawkinson is doubtful and DeAndre Swift is out. Um, Who's going to be replacing uh, DeAndre Swift and Jamal Williams? What's that dude's name? <laughs> <laughs> you ain't about to just slide right past that shit, bro. <laughs> he said that bro. shit past him. It's I like didn't know. What? Uh, what? Gobble, gobble what? What's that? Name? I don't know. <laughs> Do we got? Did we cover that game? Oh, we already did. Uh, I, so. I don't think I got it. Think so. Godwin Ajawubiki. <laughs> that's what I came up. IG. Just call him IG. Yeah, big IG. That's so, it. Uh, how much are y'all? Are y'all? Are y'all um trying to get him on the waiver wire? Y'all trusting that? Y'all trusting uh, it's a bad matchup. Well, I've heard. I've heard that it's uh Jamar Jefferson. I've been hearing like this. The, the handcuff isn't clear, bro. Because I've been hearing Jamar Jefferson, and I've been hearing this other guy. So, and, I, and what I've kind of been doing, like. Seeing from my research is Jamar Jefferson is the you know early down back. Mm-hmm. He's been you know he profiles as the guy that's going to be getting the you know runs between the tackles and um the other guy Godwin you know he ran like twenty five routes last week so he projects to be the passing down back. So if you're expecting him to be down, um, expected to be a blowout type game, then yeah uh, the other uh, Godwin. But if you're expecting to be close, which it, they have been in a lot of close games this year, bro. Like contrary yeah. to belief bro like they have been they haven't got blown out but like twice this year so if you expect that to happen then jamar jefferson uh shout out to casey bro make sure you like and subscribe uh should i start nick chubb or zeke this week um i think they didn't rule tony tony pollard out already 
He's gonna be game time decision. Last yeah. I heard. I think he. I don't think he's gonna play though. It's like a foot injury. Um, you can't start both of them. Right. If you can't start both of them, if uh, if uh, Pollard don't play, of course start Zeke. But if Pollard is playing, start Chubb. I'm still going Chubb either way. I think I'm going Chubb. Zeke just hasn't looked like Zeke this year, yeah. bro. He's playing with an injury himself. So, and Washington has been playing pretty good defense against the run, um, you know, over the last like five or six weeks. So, um, Chubb only got eight carries when they played Baltimore in week 12, but they just had that game. And I think that they're not going to let that happen again. Like, you know, like this is your identity is running the ball. So, 15 carries between him and Hunt, I don't think that's going to fly again. So, I think they're going to, you know, focus more on the run this week. So, I will go with Chubb. Um, Keenan Allen is officially ruled out Sunday. Mike Williams tested negative, so he still has a chance to play. Miles Gaskins on the COVID uh, list should be back week 15. Uh, Daryl Waller is out. Um, Nick Vanjo said that Melvin, Melvin Gordon uh, is questionable to play. Alvin Kamara is a full goal. David Montgomery is a full goal. After that little scare, I went and picked up Khalil Herbert a couple places. I ain't going to hold you. Um, a Rob is off the final injury report. Uh, we'll get to that game. Mike Glennon uh, is on track to clear concussion protocol, so he'll be the starter instead of Jake Fromm. Um, and speaking of quarterbacks, uh, what's his name? David Mills is now the starting quarterback for the Texans over Tyrod Taylor here. Yeah, for the rest of the year. Yep. Joe Burrow is throwing normally at practice, and Joe Mixon is looking like a game time decision. And Tevin Coleman is out, and I think that is it. That's that is a lot, lot of news. Depot Samuels is questionable now, so he yeah. might play yeah. Sunday. He practiced today too, so it's looking like he is on track to play. Mm-hmm. And Henderson That's is still Darrell Henderson has still been limited in practice, so still minor. I haven't heard too much play. news about him, man. Like yeah, right. they play on Monday too, so that's like horrible. Mm-hmm. Like if you're depending on Henderson, which a lot of people are. Sony Michelle. Um, he had like the, the press conference where uh, McVay was pretty much saying that he he kind of was insinuating that Sonny Michelle is going to have a bigger role even when Henderson comes back. So mm-hmm. that kind of sucks. And where is he at right now? How far am I away from that top 36 so he can finish? Oh, shit. Nah, he ain't now. Nah, no way. No, <laughs> He's not close. No, no. He only had uh, one good game. Shit. <laughs> shit. He have a couple more. Hey, it's, it's a lot of running backs. Yeah, right that's now. true. That's true. <laughs> Um, y'all got any other news y'all want to get to before we get into the episode? <clears throat> Just real quick, bro. You know how people always say, like, you know, take your Thursday night players out of the flex? Like, mm-hmm. Hawkinson, like, if you were to start, like, because I personally was doing that. Like, I was going to start Hawkinson and uh, Fryermuth, bro. And if, the fact that I put Fryermuth in my tight end position, because I had no idea about Hawkinson not mm-hmm. miss, having a chance to miss, bro. So now that he, you know, I put – Firemuth in the tight end spot, like that leads me the option to take Hawkinson out of my flex and put a, another skill player in. So nine times out of ten, it's not gonna matter, bro. But you know, you just gotta be prepared for when shit like this does happen, bro. So just wanted to throw that out there. Yeah, I'm fucked. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Damn, <dude. laughs> bro. I was in the lab working, and I just got when I got text like I ain't I ain't get the uh, notifications, but I got the text message from you know the chat from y'all. I was like. Hogson doubtful. I was like, wait, what? Williams Jamal Williams not like, bro. Like in redraft, I'm talking about in redraft. I don't think I can. I'm going to make it now. 
No, no, no. You're going to make it all points. You got the most points, and the <laughs> person can have the better record than you. Bro, it's easy math, Gabe. Yes, you're yeah, right. I don't need to be doing it, bro. I just be trying to, like, win, bro. I don't need to be <laughs> it's going to be looking so bro. sad, bro. I don't think I'm going to make it now, man. <laughs> like, it's simple, bro. You're going to have an I'm even like, record. I'm like, yo, out, TJ Hawkins it out, bro. Damn, bro. What am I going to do, bro? Nah, you, like, bro, you got more points than me, bro, and, like, you've been climbing, having to claw your way back into this it's position so that you're in now. Out, bro, so yeah, yeah so you made the playoffs, bro. If you, you lose, you're playoffs. seven and seven. Nobody can like. And they don't have to have a what, better record than you, right? Or people, have more points than you. This is what people like. I'm literally losing people every week here. It's really getting crazy. Yeah, it's wild. Every bro. week I'm losing people. Um, but uh, yeah. every week I'm starting people I never even knew play football before. <laughs> <laughs> Without further ado, man, let's get into the uh, first game, part two. If you don't hear your game, um. It's probably on the first episode. So Baltimore at Cleveland, right? Yep. Uh, negative three points to Cleveland. So Cleveland is the favorite here with an over under 43. Uh, we already mentioned uh, the Nick Chubb versus Zeke uh, debate. So how do you feel about um, Baker's chances versus Baltimore? Uh, not good <laughs> uh, at all. He is a sit for me. He's only scored 11 or less in four of his last five games. One multiple touchdown game in that span. And on the year, he's the quarterback 26, averaging 13 and a half points. So he has been showing, you know, he's dealing with a lot of injuries himself. Like he has like three different injuries right now. So it's good that he's, you know, tough, you know, tough and through it, you know, playing through it or whatever, but it's not translating to fantasy success. So I'm not starting him. Um, They just played the Ravens before they went on by. He only put up 11 against them. So. He is a sit. Even in two QB leagues, I would be looking for like a skill player with a you know a higher ceiling to to go over him. I noticed that Gabe did that last week too. Like I don't even think he started. I think I did it like two weeks in a row. Yeah, so it's, he's not even an option in two QB leagues. I would say. Who was that that came um, on the, through the, the court show and said Baker was going to like uh, the hustler? Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking about that shit too the other day. I was like, damn, that was not it. <laughs> but hey, yeah, you can't you can't get them all right. You can't now. get them all right. I know, I damn. Sure I drafted don't. the motherfucker. I tried to. Exactly. I tried it. He listened to him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so Nick, Nick Chubb, of course, you're starting him. Cream Hunt, um, he's a French start. Um, more more so start, I would say. But um, depending on your options, he was a fringe. Didn't do much in his first game back um, in week twelve, but he did leave early with a leg injury. And like I mentioned earlier, they didn't rush much. They only ran the ball combined fifteen times between Chubb and Hunt. So it's we all know that the Cleveland Browns want to run the ball, and that was not their – that wasn't the Browns. I don't know what that was in week 12. So I think they're going to have a different approach um, this week against the Ravens. So I think both him and Chubb should see enough volume to be relevant. Jarvis Landry, another fringe player I got, uh, averaging eight targets since week seven, which is decent volume, but we know Landry is not a big yardage guy or a touchdown guy. He needs more volume to be considered a safe start, I feel like. So only reason I got him down as a friend is because Ravens have been bleeding points to opposing receivers over the last five weeks, um, allowing the fourth most. So I could see him like as a middling flex play, depending on your options. And, you know, uh, Nujoku is out and uh, Bryant. So they don't really have a lot of options out there. So Landry is, should see enough volume to be okay, but I wouldn't force him into the lineup, which also goes for Austin Hooper. Um, mm-hmm. no other tight end out there. Uh, he didn't do shit last time. Um, they were on the field. He literally put up a donut. 
So it's going to be kind of scary to start them, but it just depends. Like if you're in a pinch, um, Ravens have been pretty, uh, haven't been that good against tight end as well. So he is an option. He's a French start, but um, not a must start. Definitely. Uh, um, um, who would you start? Uh, Baker Mayfield or Jarvis Landry? Oof. Uh, I'd probably, I'd probably go Baker in that situation, man. God, it sucks though. Baker, yeah, I would go Baker because I feel like he needs Landry needs a touchdown to be good. Unless you're in a full PPR yeah. league, man, Landry needs a touchdown to outscore a quarterback. So that's where I would go. What say you, Javar? Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm going um, Baker, but uh, I like Landry. I think he's a great flex play. Seeing at least eight targets in the last two games he done played, he's getting all the volume. So with eight target, he should get you at least ten points. So I like him as a flex play. On to the other side of the ball. Um, obvious starts, of course. You're starting Lamar Jackson and Mark Andrews. Um, he's this next guy's pretty much a must start as well. Devontae Freeman. He has been balling. Um, he's he's pulled away from everybody else in that backfield. Since week six, he's the RB14 and averaging 12.4 and a half PPR leagues. Hasn't finished lower than RB34 in that span and has finished as an RB1 in three of his last five games. Averaging 15 opportunities and he gets a plus matchup with the Browns. They're allowing the uh, seventh most points to opposing running backs in the last five weeks. So he's as solid as it comes for a RB2 option this week. Sounds weird to be saying that, you know, 2021, like, People were were getting laughed at if they picked up Devontae Freeman when he signed with the mm-hmm. Ravens, but he's he's the guy out there now. So save me, Scott Fishbowl. Exactly. So whoever picked him up is laughing at the motherfuckers mm-hmm. now. So he is uh, definitely a start. Marquise Brown is also a start for me. Um, hasn't been as productive as he was to start the year since uh, returning from the bye. He has finished as the uh, wide receiver 36, 34, 43, and nine. Finished and you know to start the year he only finished below wide receiver eighteen twice so and that was in seven games so um, hasn't been as productive but I think that's you know more so the lack of touchdowns um, scored six touchdowns in his first seven games and hasn't scored since then um, but the good news is he's still leading the uh, the Ravens in routes targets and reception uh, receptions. And uh, so, you know, his usage is still pretty much the same as it was at the start of the year. He just needs to see that uh, touchdown regression hit. And it should hit because according to PFF, his expected points per game since week seven should be 15 points, but he's only scoring 11 points per game. So um, as long as that usage remains the same, I am confident starting uh, Marquise Brown. Matchup is kind of tough this week Um, uh, because the Browns are allowing the fifth fewest points to opposing receivers over the last five weeks. But like I mentioned, that volume that he's getting, he's the number one receiver out there, you know, besides Mark Andrews. Um, As long as he keeps getting that volume, I think he'll be okay this week. And uh, I'm not starting Sammy Watkins or Rashad Bateman. Um, Yeah, they're not not as consistent as as I would like it. So Rashad Bateman did have a a okay start when he first got on the field, but he kind of fell off since then. So yeah, right now with guys. I agree when it's it's time to, you know, playoff games right now. You need somebody you know going to score some points. So, yeah. If he come through again this weekend, then maybe I, I'll throw him back out the next weekend. But I agree. Thanks. 
Uh, yeah, Mark Andrews is the wide receiver one out there for sure. Uh, next game, we got the Giants at the Chargers. 10-point favorite at Chargers with a 42-and-a-half point over under another one of those low-scoring games. Uh, we just uh, found out that Mike Glennon is going to be the starter against the Chargers. Do you start Mike Glennon against the Chargers? Javon? Mike Glennon, Jake from – and Gabe Holly, you start nobody starting for the Giants against the Chargers. You know, the Chargers have a great defense, and plus the Giants' offense has not been playing well. So it's not many starts on this team. Uh, Shaquan Barkley, the past two weeks, he has seen at least 17 touches, but not scored no more than 11 points in PPR leagues. The Chargers are allowing the 12th most points to running backs, though. Um, but the Giants' offense has been horrible, so I still see Barkley as a flex play with upside because it's Barkley, but we just got to come to a sense that this offense is horrible, so it's not many opportunities for him to score, so we just got to look at Barkley as a flex play right now. Um, especially it, I uh, talk a little bit about the wide receivers. The Chargers are allowing the four fewest points to wide receivers. This is a rough matchup uh, with a backup quarterback, and um, there's no upside anywhere out there. All wide receivers are boom or bust and desperate flex plays uh, at, at this moment moving forward. Um, the only re- receiving option I would consider star- starting is Evan Ingram. Uh, all his routes are near the line for short-arm quarterbacks like Mike Glennon, and um, he's going to target the QBs. He had a hefty amount of targets last week, and I feel like with Mike Glennon, that should be the same going in for Ingram. So Ingram is a decent flex play to get you at least eight points. And the Chargers are giving up the 11 most points to tight ends. That's pretty much it on that side. Y'all got something? Just to to piggyback off what you said about Evan Ingram there, uh, Chargers also allowing the or tied for the most touchdowns given, given up to receivers or tight ends over the last five weeks. So. Definitely in a good spot. Yeah. Uh, on the other side of the football, we got Justin Herbert. It's a much start. He has attempted 34, at least 34 pages, passes in each of his games this season. So that's a lot of attempts to get you points, people. Austin Eckler is a much start each week. He has caught at least five passes in the past three games and will catch more this weekend with Keenan Allen out. So, uh, yeah. Be happy about that. Um, scratch the notes I have for Allen. Uh, the Giants are allowing the 14 most points to wide receivers. So if Mike Williams come back, of course you start Mike Williams. Uh, he should be a healthy wide receiver to play with upside. After that, uh, the, the guy, Jalen Guyton, is a French flex play. Uh, now he could be more of a flex play now that Keenan Allen is out. But he would be more of the last people I play. I would play somebody else before him that has been playing every week that you have on your bench besides him. So he's more of a French flex, flex play. I think Jared. I play him though. I think I play him. Guyton. Yeah. I mean, it's people desperate oh, right somewhere. Now. Yeah, somebody gonna play him. But I'm just, you know, he's just a flex. You play. got Mike Williams. You got Jared Cook, and you got Eckler. What if, so. what if Mike Williams don't play? If Mike Williams, don't well, yeah, play, if Mike Williams don't play, play definitely. He got a negative play. test, so he should just get another one. He cleared. So yeah, I think Mike, Mike Williams, Williams don't play man. for sure. Yeah, if Mike started. Williams do play, you still don't like him. 
I mean, he's I like more, him. Of, a, more like of a desperation play. play I would, mm-hmm. I would Him say. or Jarvis Landry. Landry, you know Landry getting them eight to eleven targets. Mm, I got. But uh, I got Jared Cook. He hasn't done much with splitting time. Um, only if Allen and Mike Williams out was I feel okay starting Cook. If Mike Williams is playing, then Jared Cook is just a French uh, tight end play, and that's pretty much it on that matchup. Uh, shout out to my boy MP Gibson. It's gonna be different this week. He's been talking about Gibson. Hey, I'm on the Gibson train. Hey, I got uh, thirty. I might, I I'm not, probably not gonna be playing him in DFS this week, bro. Fuck, bro. I missed it this week. You came I back. You came back again this to talk about Gibson, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. Appreciate yeah, yeah. I, I got me a couple shares of Dixon. He coming through with uh, the volume. You got, volume you got, is you got tired of losing or some shit, Gabe? Why you enjoying, bro? I I forgot. <laughs> tired of donate money? I, I won. Uh, yeah, I won one. I won second place one time. Uh, <laughs> I won second place. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next game we got Detroit at um, the Denver Broncos. Denver Broncos are ten point favorites with an over under forty two. Um, the starts we got for the Broncos is not really much. Uh, of course, we said Jamal Williams is out and TJ Hawkinson is doubtful. Those are pretty much the only starts that I had. Um, since, but now that um, I did this before the TJ Hawkinson news, so of course it's different. But I think that you can um, like uh, flex Josh Reynolds. I, I, I think you can flex Josh Reynolds in the game where they're supposed to be expected to come back. Um, he saw seven targets in his third game with golf, catching four for 69 yards. Nice. Um, 12 nice. targets in the last two weeks. Um, he, I think he got a safe uh, so, off floor. And I Josh, like Amon St. Brown, Ross St. Brown, too. All right, so Josh Reynolds or Jalen Guyton? Mm, Reynolds. Okay, Man, they did come out and say golf is going supposed to continue push the football downfield, whatever that means. So I like I'm gonna say Brown too. I think you could th- start think about him too. Um, he had 12 targets last week, caught 10 of them, 86 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, he did uh, get the most uh, targets that he's ever seen, and that was against the Vikings, who's giving up. Um, a lot of points to the wide receivers since week 10 and the Broncos aren't giving up. Uh, I think they give they're giving up the four fewest fantasy points since week 10. So his matchup is the easiest out of all the wide receivers. So I would start him probably over Josh Reynolds. Uh, he got Kyle Fuller who's giving up a 58 catch percent. Um, and he's graded a 49 by PFF. So I think if I would start a wide receiver, even though I don't think I want to because they don't have a running game, um, I will start St. Brown. Uh, another fringe play is I'm not gonna mess his name up again, but IG. How do you feel about IG? Because I didn't really have much wrote up about him, but uh, Godwin. <laughs> man, I I don't. I really. I had to be desperate. I feel like to play him, man. I, I always, always, always like the guys that's gonna get the uh, in between tackles work because they're also gonna be using the passing game. I feel like. Um, have a better shot at a touchdown as well. So I would go with him, bro. But if you're desperate, like I said, he ran 25 routes last week, so he should be used. Um, but I, I would prefer Jamar Jefferson over him. I'm right uh, there. Him or Dante Foreman? Foreman. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I'm right there with Lowe's. He'll be a desperate play, probably just – there's gonna be a lot know. of desperate plays out here with these uh, lack of running backs. You I, know I, mean? I feel safer with Jefferson though. 
Jamar Jefferson. I feel safe with him for sure. On the other side of the ball, we got uh, my starts for Denver, Javante Williams. Uh, even uh, with his first game without Melvin Gordon, he had 29 touches, 178 yards, and a touchdown. He looked exactly like we wanted him to look. Uh, Detroit has improved in rush defense. They're 19 um, overall. Uh, they're 19 um, fantasy points given up. Uh, since week 10 and their third worst on the year. So they have improved a little bit. Um, even if Melvin Gordon does play, I still like him. I think I play both of them. Actually, if Melvin Gordon plays like they were before the 50-50 split. Uh, Jerry Judy is the only wide receiver I would think about playing. He seems to be the only fantasy re- relevant guy out there. As soon as he came, uh, Carlos Sutton just – I'm not Carlos Sutton. Carlos Sutton. Sutton. <laughs> Carlos just, Sutton. He's like Carlos Sutton, my guy. <laughs> Gordon Sutton just, you know what I'm saying, just basically disappeared. The production went away. He only had um, – he's only had six targets or more once since uh, Jerry Judy has uh, came back, and he's had no touchdowns since week seven. So I don't like him. Um, I don't like Tim Patrick if I don't like Gordon Sutton. Uh, a fringe player that I do got, I know um, people – just hear the name and they think automatic start, but no offense, man. He's been in the slump and he's pretty much disappointed all year. He's only had six targets um, once in the last five weeks and he hasn't scored a touchdown since week seven. So he does have a good matchup against the Lions who's giving up the knife most fantasy points to the tight end position since week 10, but I don't think he's an automatic start. I think he's in that like um, Cal Pitts category. Like if you have a hotter tight end, you know what I'm saying? Like a, well, fire me forward. Like purgatory. But like, you know, you know what I mean? But if you have like a tight end that is like getting more volume and you feel like you can be able to start him, I, I would go, uh, I would think about it. Sucks to be in tight end purgatory, my guy. It does. It's like players like Fant and uh, Kyle Pitts where you know it's nothing on a waiver wire that's really, you know, that you feel mm. more confident in, bro, but they're not doing shit either. Sucks. Uh, that's about all I got for that game. Bro, what is going on with this receiving game, bro? Like, I know, like, I feel like Jerry Judy coming back should have made it better. Like, like it's Judy, almost it's too a, many wide receivers out there. It's crazy. Yeah, Judy's not doing shit either. His his highest finish is 22nd since coming back. Uh, we've got freaking uh, Cortland Sutton and Tim Patrick, like 68, 82, 58, 72, 66, 80. Yeah, like, they it's just gross, bro. It's gross, playing, bro. Ugly football, bro. Teddy is not looking – that good either. Like they just need a quarterback, bro. Yeah, it is gross, bro. On to the next game. We got the one and a half point favorite San Francisco 49ers at Cincinnati uh with an over-under of 48 and a half. Uh Joe Burrow is expected to be okay with that pinky injury, or I think it was a pinky injury with his hand. Mm-hmm. Um how do you feel about Joe Burrow's chances against that uh red hot San Francisco defense? Uh, super flex leagues, I'm definitely starting him. Um, one QB leagues, I might uh, go with somebody with a higher ceiling. Um, so not only have the 49ers been tough against opposing quarterbacks, um, ninth fewest points over the last five weeks, but the Bengals just aren't passing enough. Um, they are averaging the ninth fewest pass attempts in the league this year. So um, especially with the way Mixon has been playing lately, like they want to run the ball, um, want to control that clock. So they have been doing that. Uh, and he's finished – so he has finished top 10 over the last two weeks, but he hasn't topped 20 points since week eight. So he's just been okay. So that's why mm-hmm. I feel like in QB2 leagues, he's a surefire QB2. But 
not so much a QB one, um, especially with him not rushing at all either this year. So um, that's how I feel about uh, Joe Burrow. Um, as far as everyone else, Joe Mixon, if he does play, um, Zach Taylor did come out and say that he is expected for him to play. I thought it was fishy when I heard that because I remember him going out for a little bit with a neck injury. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden he's sick now and missing practice all week. So I thought that was a little fishy. But Zach Taylor did come out and say that he's expected to play. So I guess he really is sick. Um, starting him for sure. If he plays, he's been on fire lately. Fire. Legit fire lately, bro. Fire. Like, he's doing everything we wanted him to do. Like for the last three years, he's finally doing it. So it's great to see that. Jamar Chase starting him. He's an obvious star. He has been struggling lately, but I'm still not thinking yeah, about you can't. him. He in that pits category, exactly. Hawkinson category. And T. Higgins is finally starting to catch up to him. He is coming off of two straight 20-point games. In that span, he's averaging 10 targets, eight receptions, 126 yards, and scored a touchdown a, a touchdown in back-to-back weeks. So he is the latest example of positive regression hitting. Like, he has been seeing the same type of volume. He's been running the same amount of routes as, tra- as Jamar Chase. So it's good to see the uh, production finally starting to catch up. Uh, and then he gets another great matchup this week against the 49ers. Uh, over the last five weeks, they're allowing the most or ninth most points to receivers. And according to PFF, Higgins has the second highest matchup av- advantage among receivers. So he's a top 20 play for me this week. I love uh, it. Of T. Higgins. Uh, sits Tyler Boy, man. So with Chase and Higgins there, he's already the wide receiver there or wide receiver three naturally out there. And he also has the toughest matchup of the three receivers. So for someone like Boyd who doesn't get touchdowns, he needs that volume. He's kind of like a Landry. He needs that volume to be relevant, and he's just not getting that, seeing just under five targets a game over his um, last four weeks. So uh, I will be looking for other options if I have Tyler Boyd. On to the other side. Obvious starts. If Debo Samuel plays, you're definitely starting him. George Kittle is uh, obvious start. Um, I wrote up Jamichael Hasty because it wasn't looking like Mitchell or Wilson was going to play, but this applies to Wilson, I feel like, without uh, Mitchell going. Um, Bengals are middle of the road against running backs during the last five weeks, allowing the 17th most points to the position. So it's just okay to match up. But we know for the 49ers, the matchup is just a small part of the equation. Um, they're averaging the fifth most rushing attempts per game. So we all know what their game plan is going to be. They're going to run the ball. They're going to Try to limit how much Jimmy Garoppolo throws out there. So um, I'm starting uh, Wilson. He's a top 20 play for me if he does indeed start. And uh, Hasty, I feel like if he, if the other two sit, then I think Hasty would be more of like a flex play because he just I don't think he's as good running the you know running between the tackles. I think he's more of a pass catcher back. Mm-hmm. Um, also, you got to think about Debo if he suits up this week. Um, he should see some carries as well. So um, that's. That, that's all I'm about to say. I got hasty. It's more like a fringe play because if Debo suit, suit up, we did see him basically take over the backfield of the one exactly. week Mitchell exactly. missed. So. Uh, Brandon Ayuk, uh, he is a start for me this week. He Since week 11, he leads the team in routes, targets, and yards, averaging 10 half PPR points per game and is the wide receiver 15 in that span. Uh, with Debo being used more in the running game, that has allowed more opportunities for Ayuk in the passing game. And like like every other position, the Bengals are middle of the road against receivers. So um, over the last five weeks, they're allowing the 18th most points. So I'm viewing Ayuk as like a high-end wide receiver three, low-end wide receiver two this week. 
Um, and Jimmy Garoppolo is a fringe start for me, averaging 18 points and is the QB4 since week eight. Uh, finished as a top 16 quarterback at five of those six games. But the thing with him, just like Joe Burrow, he doesn't have a high ceiling. He scored 19 or more points just twice in his last six games. Um, but like Joe Burrow, he's as solid as it comes when you're thinking about a QB2 and super flex league. So, um, and just like every other position, like I said, Bengals are middle road against QBs, allowing the 18th most points to the position. So uh, he'll remain in that QB2 range for me this week. Where is Trey Lance? I don't know, bro. That shit is so annoying, bro. And yeah. I still haven't dropped him anywhere I have, bro. <laughs> like, nope. So because the thing is, bro, the thing is, if they fall out of playoff contention, Trey Lance is going to be the starter. They're not going to. They already, like, a reporter already came out and said that they're expected to move Garoppolo next year. Trey Lance mm-hmm. is going to go into the season as a starter. So if they fall out of playoff contention, I still think Trey Lance is going to start. We'll see, so, man. If you, need, if you need the space, drop him, bro. But. I, I'm still holding him for the upside if he does become the starter. I dropped him for Justin Fields. <laughs> he was out there. I was like, same player almost. <laughs> One guy's playing, so. Right. <laughs> I do like Justin Fields. But I remember we was going through the strategy of, uh, 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 what's it called? Draft a late-round quarterback, then draft one of them. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it was so close, bro. It was so close. They were like four and six or some shit, and they needed to if they lost that mm-hmm. that 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 one game, bro. But they went on like a three or four game winning streak, so kind of just put a nail in that. On to the next game, we got Buffalo at Tampa Bay, three and a half point favorite. It's crazy that this is the highest scoring game on the week, fifty three and a half points. Uh, we just seen Buffalo get ran the ball down their throat. So um I think that Leonard Fournette could possibly have a good game. How you feel about the rest of them out there? No, nah, I'm a bad Buffalo defense about to have a chip on their shoulder. Did you see that interview? Yeah, I also <laughs> they see gonna come ready to play my boy. Right. <laughs> they gonna come ready to play my boy. So Leonard Fournette might have a little tough game. You feel me? But I'm I'm getting him right nah, now. He's, he's still getting targets though so i mean yeah he's still straight but uh you know not a huge week i'm getting him in a minute i'm gonna start off with tom brady first tom brady of course is cornerback one on a year and a lot of people drafted him where like quarterback eight probably 12th <laughs> the 12th quarterback off the board so that's big us to that guy you know the everlasting guy he never gets old, so you always start him. Fournette has seen at least 16 touches in every game since week nine and has scored in back-to-back games. Uh, the Bills are allowing the 14 fewest points, two running backs in PPR leagues, but Fournette has caught at least seven targets in every game since week nine, making him a safe running back to this week. So, you know, don't worry about Fournette. Just leave him locked and loaded right there. He should be good to go. Uh, Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. I got Mike Evans as wide receiver 10 and Godwin as wide receiver 6 on the year. But they face the Bills who are allowing the fewest points to wide receiver. Nevertheless, start both of your studs as wide receivers to this offense is explosive. They got one of the best quarterbacks to ever play the game back there. So uh, trust them every week no matter who they play. Um, Ryan Ron Gronkowski, uh, since returning from injury, Gronk has seen at least eight targets 
for at least 58 yards in every game he done played in the last three games. Uh, this should continue as long as Antonio Brown is suspended. Um, but temper expectations as the Bills are allowing the third fewest points to tight ends. But if I got Grunk, I'm lining him up there because Brady loved the guy. He's going to find him. On the other side, you got something for the side of football? Y'all good? Uh, yeah, that's just that's like I mentioned, like why, why I've been going for like the last five weeks as opposed to a whole season because they did start off pretty stout against running back, but they have not been good against running back over the last five weeks. They're uh, giving up the fourth most points to running backs over the last five weeks, over 125 yards per game and six touchdowns on the ground. So, How Fournette, much is that is due to Fournette, though? That huh? one Fournette. How much is that? Oh, never mind, never mind, never mind. I'm yeah, no, for the Bills are giving that up. So Fournette is in it. But I'm saying, but how much is that due, due to the Patriots New game? game? Yeah, to the New England then, How much did they rush for? Like, like 200-some yards. 200 yards? So they've given up 400 yards in the past five games. Still right. not shut down, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I was just saying. He's still starting to be the way, but yeah, I mean, as opposed to tempering expectations, I feel like he should keep rolling. He's number two in the in the league in targets for running backs, so that's why. Exactly. That's, that's, that's yeah. That's that why he's, like you have to start him. Yeah, yeah. Facts. So, uh, nevertheless, you starting for net. Uh, either way. Uh, outside of the ball, my boy Josh Allen is a stud. He should bounce back this week playing Tampa Bay, who are allowing the ninth most points to quarterbacks. Devin Singletary, Matt Bria, and Zach Moss. Stay away from all these guys. Every week, one of it's a different running back to lead this backfield. Bria has been the most productive back um, lately, but he receives the least amount of work. So uh, you keep fumbling. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they take that right out. He fumbles, bro. They take it right out, bro. This is crazy. So just stay away. Buffalo team is pass heavy anyway. Uh, Stefan Diggs is making up for the low production in the beginning of the year and is a must start each week. This should continue as the Bucks are allowing the seven most points to wide receivers. Beasley has yet to score over eight points nor go over 50 yards since week eight. Beasley is a French flex play, even though it's a great matchup. I just don't, I just don't trust him. I can't trust him right now. Uh, it's basically playoff week is this week, basically. So mm-hmm. I can't just throw him out there. Sanders is the same way, averaging four targets and 30 yards in the last six games and having scored over 10 points since week six. Sanders is also a French guy, even in a great matchup. Like I said, I can't trust Beasley or Sanders this week. They're boom or bust at this moment. Dawson Knox, on the other hand, has scored seven TDs this year while scoring at least 11 points in five of 10 games he has played this season. He's becoming Allen's second favorite target, and he does have a great matchup as the Bucs are allowing the eighth most points to tight ends. So he's a must start this week if you mm-hmm. got him. And that's pretty much it for that team. Y'all got, y'all got something to say? No, I like Dawson Knox. He could have won them the game last week too. Yeah, he dropped that touchdown. Right, right. he dropped a lot of passes, and it's just, but also it's just weird how Beasley and Sanders just disappeared. Fell off the map, yeah. Right. The only way I think they would fall off the map is Josh Allen fell off the map, but Josh Allen is still a top five quarterback in ages. I I don't know. I think the emergence of uh, Dawson Knox kind of put a damper on that. So and both of them, and then Gabriel Davis just catches random touchdowns. True. true, (laughs) Yeah. True. 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 He's still a dynasty hold, I feel like. He's still he still flashes, true. man. 
Because Manuel Sanders can't be there too much longer, right? No. Yeah. Or Beasley. Both of them old. But Beasley yeah. got checked. He got paid. That's it for that game? Yes, sir. I've been waiting all day for a Sunday night. Hey. And the best playing the Packers. Dust hey. count, double check. I own you guys. Hey, I'm <laughs> For Sunday night to play, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mixing that shit in there, you know hey, what I'm saying? Bro, I, I with it, bro. I, I, Chicago damn. at Green Bay, Lambeau Field is probably gonna be cold as fuck. The Frozen Tundra, 12 and a half point favorites. Um, let's look at that up because I don't know if that was at the um, what's homeboy was named just fields. Yeah, you can so, keep talking. I'll look it up. All right, <laughs> should be um, yeah. yeah, that's a lot of points, but uh, 12 point favorite uh, over under 43. Um, Chicago starts, uh, of course, we talked about David Montgomery. He's um, he was, you know, what I'm saying a late injury at to the injury list, but he's practicing full today. Um, he had his first RB one week since returning, uh, finished with 29 touches, 141 yards and a touchdown last week. Uh, Green Bay since week 10 has allowed the six fewest fantasy points to the running back position. So I do temper my expectations with him. Um, but Herbert did, was able to get 97 yards in the first meeting with the uh, Packers. So that's a little upside. I don't think it'll be that uh, grand because uh, what's his name? Darius Williams and Jair Alexander um, are designated off the injury reserve. So they could come back this week. Uh, it'd probably be game time decisions. So that's something else to think about. Uh, Daryl Mooney, I got him as a star. Also, he's been super hyper-targeted since Fields has been the starter since week six. Um, he's tied seventh among all wide receivers in targets with 42. Um, and he's 18th in 20-plus yard receptions this year among wide receivers. So I do like him now that Justin Fields is throwing him the ball a lot. He does have a great matchup uh, against Sullivan, who's allowing a 71% catch rate in the slot. And his first meeting he had, um, he saw eight targets, caught five of them for 45 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Cole Clement, I think, is one of the tight ends that you could possibly start over those, like Noah Fence and Kyle Pitts. Um, since week seven, he's only seen under six targets one time. Can't do um, Kyle Pitts. Even though uh, Cole did see his biggest target game with um, Allen Robinson out, he was still able to get 20 targets with the weeks where him and Allen played together. And that's pretty much, that's what three weeks I think it was. So that's a lot of uh, targets for a tight end over three weeks. So I still like him, even with Allen Robinson coming back um, since week 10, green Bay has allowed the four fewest fancy points and zero touchdowns during that span. But, but I think that uh, Justin Fields hyper targets him. So I feel safe for starting him and hopefully he finds the end zone. It's the tight ends. What you going to do? Um, Fringe plays, I got uh, Justin Fields. Uh, he has been named a starter. He did practice in full. Um, he um, Week 6 through 11, when he was a starter, he was the QB 12 during that span, uh, mainly due to him unlocking that connect, that Konami code um, that we like to talk about. During that span, he was third in rushing among quarterbacks, only seven yards behind Lamar Jackson. Um, in the previous matchup, he did get 43 yards on the ground, and that's when he did start his uh, running pattern. Um, so... I think you play him in super flex league just because of that rushing upside. You can never like, you know what I mean? Sit that. Uh, how do you feel about Justin Fields? 
Superflex uh, Superflex leaves, yeah. Superflex leaves, he you can probably get away with it. Mm-hmm. But uh he didn't do too good. I know he before they went into their bye week, he had he was, had two great games, and then when they came out of their bye week, he kind of like shit the bed. So yeah. he's still kind of up and down, but in two QB leagues, I think I think he's okay. I think it's, it's still a little, still 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 little, little show in prime time, you know what I mean? Yeah. And they already it's a lot of animosity, you know, with the Aaron Rodgers just kind of double check out only you guys type shit, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And he's like, uh, it's almost like he was like trying to fight to play in his game too. You know what I mean? Because he was injured. All right. So he might not even play. Zach Wilson yeah. or Justin Fields? I don't like Zach Wilson. He still got a decent matchup, and he and he he did okay last week. That's what I'm saying. Like he oh, yeah, Fields is kind of in that uh, era with the French starters. You you really don't want to start him. You would rather have somebody else. Uh, I'm going. That's hard, bro. Better be. Uh, I'm I'm gonna go with the Russian floor for sure. Um, on the other side of the ball, of course, we're starting Aaron Rodgers with a broken toe, broken hose. Don't matter, smoke him if you got him. And Jones, uh, I do, he's expected to play, he's been practicing this week. Um, I don't see AJ Dillon's touches going away though, because just because he's been coach so ain't say that. Without, um coach didn't say that. I just don't coach, see it happening. Coach came out and said he won't AJ Dillon to get the touches. It's supposed to be a, like it won't said, a go away. Oh, won't go away. Oh, yeah, facts. Yeah, and it's supposed to be a cold game. I don't see that won't go. Oh, yeah, and that's yeah. So the I Bears heard are use him down the stretch and like fewest fantasy points is my game. Uh, no, I'm just okay. My bad. My bad. To the running backs this week, ten only seventy eight yards per um per game on the ground, and and only one touchdown during that span. So it will be a hard game for no matter who plays back there. But I do think you can start both of them. Um, this week ten, AJ Dillon has been the RB six. Uh, he has shown he can carry that workload, and like Javar mentioned, it's getting colder, and that's a big boy out there. And it, I'm pretty sure it hurts to tackle him. You know what I'm saying? The colder it gets. <laughs> Um, so of course, he's done Devontae Adams, and I think that's it. So, what you what you feel moving forward? Is it a uh, are you looking at Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon as the same situation as you're looking at Javante Wisdom, Evan Gordon? They're nah, both just next plays. Yeah, you know, I, I think need to, like, I need to um, see. I'm, you remember that uh, game they played against Kansas City, uh, where AJ Dillon had first started getting touches? Uh, I think it's something like that. I think Aaron yeah. Jones still explosive explosive enough to like get his. You know what I mean? He's gonna get his. Yeah, that's how I feel. Like I, I think he could be. I think Dylan could be started more like a flex flex play than like an yeah. RB two. I just need to see him his his workload with a healthy Aaron Jones. Like last mm-hmm. week or or before they went on by, Aaron Jones. You could tell he he probably came back a week early. I don't know why they just mm-hmm. didn't hold him out into the bye week, but they started pulling away and Dylan finished the game out. So I'm not really judging it off that game. I need to see how they're going to use him with a healthy Aaron Jones. So I, think I still am more confident in Aaron Jones, but he's definitely carved out a bigger role for himself, AJ Dillon. I think it looks more like a DeAndre Swift, Jamal Williams type situation. You know what I mean? Of course, with AJ Dillon not catching the ball as much, but I'm saying like timeshare wise. AJ Dillon is catching the ball. I'm saying I'm I'm more so talking about just the timeshare, like as far as the the snaps percentage. I still think uh, AJ 
AJ dominate. I mean, not AJ, but Aaron Jones dominates the, the snaps. Uh, I mean, yeah, I guess with the snap counts, but AJ Dillon will still be startable with Aaron Jones playing. Unlike hey, say you have AJ Dillon without saying you have AJ, Dillon. Right. even <laughs> with even because with, you, you remember what he said about Clyde Edwards Lair and Daryl yeah, Williams and yeah, all these yeah, other guys yeah, with yeah. the backup, you know, the, the starter return. You know, you got AJ Dillon. Nobody is saying that about AJ Dillon. We is agreeing with you. Can I talk? Can I talk? Can I talk? Even with AJ Dillon coming, bro. No, no, he's going to even with AJ, even with Aaron Jones playing, AJ Dillon. Is averaging around nine, nine, that. ten he points. Be All right, You're so I said, that. unlike Jamal Williams, AJ Dillon is startable. Aaron Jones playing with Twift playing. Jamal share. Williams is yeah, not yeah, startable. He said snap, snap count snap though. Snap so why are you getting all worked up? He says no. Snap. I, I said they're D. not. I said yeah. snap yeah. count. They're the same player, but we not even talking about the player, bro. But we talking about fantasy wise. What what fantasy wise in their production? You can still Nobody start Aaron Jones with that snap count percentage. You, no, cannot you can't, you can't bring Williams. the argument to your point. He said that <laughs> snap count wise, it's going to be more like Jamal Williams and Swift, bro. Like we're not, but if we're talking about production, that's hearing, a different conversation. Hearing, hearing that from a fantasy perspective, you're thinking, oh, shit. No, I can't start AJ Dillon because he's going to be AJ used Dillon. like Jamal Williams. He's not a must start. He's not so a must I have start. to put him in, spe- in perspective. AJ Dillon is a flexible person, unlike Jamal Williams. Yeah, flexible is not a, a must start, though, bro. He's not a must start for sure. You, no, you I didn't. I said he's a flex play, with, but with Swift, you're yeah, not starting Jamal Williams at all. You're not even thinking about star Jamal Williams. No, Jamal Williams was 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 on some was on some starting lineups. One, he kind of faded faded away what, after the injury what, and stuff. Week two, week okay. three. After that, after he was the injury, good. Though. After, after yeah, week was two after, and three, he was the injury, good. He was still on <laughs> the field. We don't play fourteen games. Out. We don't play 14 games. You talk about week two or three. After that, he was a dud. No, I was just saying he was fl- he was seeing enough snap counts for people to consider him a flex play. And that's the same could be said for AJ Dillon. Like right. he's gonna he be pro- on the field enough to be considered a flex play, bro. He didn't produce enough, unlike Dillon. That's not produced. the argument, bro. We just talk about the snap counts, bro. Like, is he gonna be on the field enough to produce, bro? I think AJ Dillon is gonna be on the field enough to produce so he gets flex consideration, bro. Literally and that's not comparable to Jamal Williams. <laughs> just let's move on. He's just gonna argue what he wants to argue, bro. If you didn't know, Jamar got AJ Dillon on his team, and Javar goes hard for his players. Yes, he always I got, got everybody on his neck. I got everybody. I've said the same thing for the past three minutes, and Javar just like raised his voice so like to make it like we didn't say the same thing. It's really crazy. On to the last game of the episode. We got, I've been waiting all day for a Monday night. Hold on, you can't use the same song, bro. <laughs> That's a Monday night. <laughs> What's this that? What's this that? What's I forgot the they, changed the whole, they changed the whole Monday night. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, I thought they had a song. It did, hey. but it's not the same, bro. It's like the old white man playing the guitar. Is that not it? Yeah. Or is that Something college like that. game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it is. I think it is. But anyway. Anyway. Uh, a good game. We got the Rams at the Cardinals. Uh, One-point favorite at Cardinals with an over-under 51 points. We saw Kyler Murray come back last week and do Kyler Murray things. How do you see him up against this Rams defense? They probably looking for blood after they got embarrassed in that first matchup. Uh, definitely starting Kyler Murray, man. He came back last week and – 
dominated on the ground. He really didn't do too much as a passer, but that, you know, Konami Co quarterbacks, they can get away with that. You know what I mean? So we're definitely starting Kyler Murray. DeAndre Hopkins is also a start for me. Um, I think they were playing the Bears last week, so they they were, you know, I think they just wanted to run the ball. Like, I don't think anybody had more than three targets last week. Well, they didn't have more than three targets last week. So I'm throwing that game away. Um, so I'm, I'm not sitting DeAndre Hopkins. So um, he's a must start for me. Um, James Conner is also a start. Chase Edmonds hasn't practiced yet this week. Um, they activated him off IR, but it's not looking like he's going to play yet. So James Conner should have uh, another week um, with the backfield to himself. And in weeks uh, 10 through 13, he averaged 21 opportunities and 93 scrimmage yards. Uh, finished as a running back. I don't think he finished lower than like, I, I don't have the numbers in front. I didn't write that one down. But he had, didn't finish lower than a RB15, I want to say. So definitely starting uh, Connor. Matchup is tough, but he's going to, like, a 21 opportunities. It's kind of hard to sit that in a high-power offense like the uh, Cardinals are. So definitely starting him. Um, back in, running back one, maybe top 15 play, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, other receivers, not really looking to start them in. Um, I know I said they didn't. They probably should throw more. They probably will throw more because they're playing against the Rams. I don't think they're going to be able to get away with the – you know, the limited pass volume that they saw last week, but I'm still not really trusting Kirk or uh, Green. I would prefer Kirk if I had to choose. Um, his primary matchup would be against Dante Dion, who has a PFF grade of 66 and allowing a 65% catch rate. Um, so he'll be like a flex play, I would say. AJ Green, he's nothing more than a desperation flex play for me. He's put up 1.9 or fewer in three of his last four games and finished 46 or worse in that same span in three of his last four. So AJ Green is 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 not looking good for him, man. I think it's about, about the end of the road for him, bro. Uh, Zach Ertz, he's another fringe play for me. Um, ran the second most routes, has run the second most routes since joining the Cardinals. Second in targets, um, most, most yards among all pass catchers. Um, but the matchup isn't great with the Rams allowing the 12th fewest uh, points to tight ends over the last five weeks. So he's not a must start, but depending on your options, I think he could be, uh, you know, in the conversation. And we can uh, go over some of the options. We got to start AJ Green and Zach Ertz in one league. That's ugly. <clears throat> Zach Ertz or Foster Moreau against Kansas City? Zach Ertz. I'm just going to take Zach Ertz. Oh, man. I do like Foster Moreau, too, though. I do like Foster Moreau against Kansas City. I got them once one spot of, of you know apart from each other, so it's not you know not too far. Um, Zach Ertz or Evan Ingram? Mm. Damn, that's, that's a good I, one. <laughs> uh, that over. I'm going to chase the points, man. Let's let's go. I'm probably going to go Ertz. Zach Ertz. Yeah, I will go Zach Ertz as well. So that's just the range, depending on who you have, if you're going to start him or not. Um, on to the Rams side of the ball. Must start um, Matt Stafford, uh, Daryl Henderson. Uh, nah, never mind. I I don't know. That's that's more of a tricky situation. Uh, Cooper Cup is a must start, though. Daryl Henderson, how y'all feel about that, man? If if Daryl Henderson does play, do you got this report with uh, Sean McVay coming out saying that Sony should be involved more? Would y'all start both? Would y'all I'll start Henderson without if you know? Would y'all start him if if he does play, or how how we feeling? A running back landscape so ugly. He doesn't produce when he got the ball. If he's starting, I'm 
I'm playing them running back too. I'm playing them in the flex, just in that explosive offense, high over under. I'm playing as many guys as I can in that game. Yeah, that's how AJ Dillon. AJ Dillon, not a player. Yeah, Daryl Henderson starts. If he do get word that he's going to be active in place and actually plays, not active like Look. he was last week. Right. Um, but yeah. if he if he is going to play, I think I do have to start him. After seeing what uh, Davin Cook did, it's hard. Like he playing exactly, yet? bro. Exactly, bro. Um, so I would start Daryl Henderson, and of course, if he does doesn't play, then Sony uh, Sony Michelle is definitely in play again this week. Seen mm-hmm. his career high in rushes last week, so they are using him like a workhorse when he is a starter out there. So um, that's how I feel about the backfield. Tyler Higby, he's more of a French start. Um, ran the third most routes among tight ends. Uh, finished with double-digit half PPR points in three of his last four games. Ran the third most routes for the Rams since returning for the bye, and he's averaging about six and a half targets and has a uh, 15% target share over his last four games. So he'll be like in that uh, fringe tight end one for me. Um, not a must-start, but I do think he'll be a solid play. Uh, Tyler Hibby or Ricky Seals uh, Jones? Higby. What league? Huh? Oh. Huh? I don't, have, I don't have that problem in the league. Oh. Okay. Uh, I'll I go just, Higby. They run like the same area, so. I got uh, Seals Jones at 17. Probably move up a little bit. Um, Probably move him over uh, Gerald Everett. And I have Higby at 11 right now. Yeah, I like Higby. All right. So, no sits. Flat out sits for me for the Rams for fringe players. Van Jefferson, he's been pretty solid since they returned from the bye. Um, ran the second, yeah, ran the second most routes behind Cooper Cup. Second in targets and yards and finished uh, 10th and 20th over the last two weeks. So he's been a solid uh, like wide receiver two, wide receiver three. Does get downgraded to a flex play in this matchup. Over, over the fa- last five weeks, the Cardinals are allowing the six fewest points to the position. And he has the worst primary matchup by far of the three receivers out there. So um, starting him just because of what he's been doing lately. He's on the field a bunch. He's running a you know a bunch of routes. He's, he's you know, Robert Woods. But it's just the matchup, man. It's, it's the matchup, which gives me a little pause for him. Yeah. Uh, OBJ is in the same pretty much situation. He's run the mm-hmm. third most routes. Seen nice the third most that. targets behind Cup and Jefferson. Um, he splits his snaps pretty much evenly on the outside, so he'll see the combo of Marco Wilson um, with the PFF grade of 54 and allowing a 73% catch rate. That's where he'll probably need to see most of his production. Um, and Murphy Jr., who has a PFF grade of 69, which is nice, and allowing a 60% catch rate. So um, both okay matchups, but he'll definitely probably see most of his production um, against Marco Wilson. So he's also going to be in the flex range for me. And yeah. that's it. Pretty narrow for the Rams, man. Yeah, I, I'm starting OBJ. You probably don't have. Yeah, he's like, been looking pretty good, bro. And they're, yeah. they're getting him involved, bro. And I think he should just keep getting him, better want, as the season goes be, on. They want him to be good, so they paid him. You know what I mean? It's not like he's just like a rental player. Like they want him to produce. Yeah, that's that sucks. They let Baker get in the way of a yeah. stud receiver, bro, because they, he's not washed, bro. He's yeah, not washed. Like we we see him out here producing, bro. Not even on the playbook, bro. And like, make him look fucking shitty just, out there. Just Jesus doing Christ. the freaking ball, bro. Think about starting Jarvis Landry over him. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, bro. I learned my lesson last year with Baker, bro. He's not touching any of my teams anytime soon. Never again. 
Um, that is the end of the week 14, bro. Uh shit. Next thing is the playoffs. So uh good luck to everybody out there, man. Everybody that's on board trying to make it into that last spot, or to all the people that got buys and that's chilling this weekend. Shout out to y'all. Um man, tune in next week, man. We got y'all week one of the playoffs. If y'all make it, if y'all don't tell the person that beat you, you know what I mean? Pull up. Good, good luck to everybody except Javar and Dynasty De Niro. We out. Thanks for guys right oh, now. Peace. Javar losing like secret too. You mean losing secret for what? Oh, because, does he have more points than you, bro? No, I'm trying to get the buy. Like, you gotta be. You gotta wait for Carlos. Bro. I think what are you it's Brennan. About? I think it's Brennan. I think it's Brennan. I think, I think he's on, buy, he, he's in another he's division, Gabe. <laughs> Do oh. you pay attention to anything, Gabe? You're in yeah, the visit nah. with me and Carlos. Yeah, that, buy, that buy shit over, bro. I got that yeah. shit, bro. I got that. Ain't no that was saying, last bro. week, Gabe. I see, I see y'all boys week Hello. 16, bro. Yeah, Carlos told you last week was the, was the game for the buy. Right, Gabe's yeah, still yeah, here bro. a week bro. later, still thinking he can get by in that same league. Look, can I go in this shit? It's this shit. Fantasy. It's this shit. Fantasy. It's this shit. Fantasy.